to wrap since 95, enhancing the Raptors fan experience. This is Mikey Charlie alongside Isisit, and this is Trap Chat Alley Oop. Yeah, man. I'm Elicit as always, sidekick. Getting to move on. We're getting a little uh, antsy for this season because so many moves. This yeah, is this, what this, this has probably been one of the best off seasons that I can remember in Raptor history. Yeah, and even this past week there have been quite a few developments with regards to the Raptors roster and the schedule. So we're gonna get into a little bit of that. Let's start off with the uh, Greg Monroe signing. Well, here's the thing. When I heard about Craig Monroe, I thought to myself, because this has been a rumor even since last year, mm-hmm. and there's no way I would have traded JV for Greg Monroe ever. Yeah. But this is a great signing for the Raptors. Like, well, if you look at last year's, like, I'm not knocking Jakob Pertle. Pertle's going to be great. But if you look at last year's roster opposed to this one this is an upgrade at this position there's no question about it yeah well if you're in win now mode which the Raptors clearly are with the moves Masai has made over the summer uh, this makes perfect sense Greg Monroe he's a great offensive option he'll be 99% likely coming off the bench I can't really see him taking over any oh he's not minutes. taking JV's minutes. but on a one year 2.2 vet exception deal you can't go wrong with that. It's, this is just further insurance at the big position. There's so many ways that he can be utilized as the season goes along. If worse comes to worse and it doesn't, it's not working out, Masai could always flip him before the trade deadline with that contract. Absolutely. And I don't know. Um, when you look at this, it's exactly what the Raptors needed at that position. Another rim protector. Someone now well, maybe he's a yeah, little slow. Okay, I don't but, know if he's as much a rim protector, but he gets rebounds. He's an offensive threat, that's for sure. He had a triple double last year. Yeah, like he's he's still more than a formidable player. Oh, for sure. He bounced around because I think a few of the uh, of the schemes didn't fit him. Yeah. But I think this team and this might you might see a, a resurgence of, of Greg Monroe. He deserves it. Yeah, well, and the thing is that if you look at, like, when I first heard of the trade or the signing, I was good with it. But then if, when you look at more in depth, think about a scenario where just say the Raptors get to the finals and they're playing DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> so that'll be JV versus Cousins. You know, JV tends to get into foul trouble, and especially with the way the, ra- the refs call the Raptors in the playoffs, you know. Anything could happen, but. If after JV and you still need to play big with DeMarcus Cousins, you could bring in Greg Monroe, how can that hurt? I, I hear you. I, I compare this Greg Monroe signing to, like, a mini Cousins thing. Well, I mean, Cousins obviously is a, is a perennial all-star and is, you know, going to the best team in history. But... For the same kind of money, cheap, we're yeah. getting something that I think is more than formidable in the NBA. It's like Buckabeer Centers this summer, it seems like. <laughs> you know, we have Buckabeer here in, in Ontario, apparently. Coming. Apparently, one company in, in Ontario there's has... There's been a few, actually. Oh, that, really? There's more yeah, now? There's I, I read one that. for sure has decided that a dollar a beer. Isn't that what we need? Well, 
that, I don't think that's plausible on a <laughs> wide you, scale. Did you but, hear uh, the, the the sarcasm in my voice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who like? There's more pressing issues, but we're not gonna get too much into the politics. You know, uh, again, I'm saying this seems to be the summer of cheap centers. Yeah. You know, a lot of centers around the leagues are the league are signing uh, short, you know, one-year deals for <laughs> very wonder, little money. I wonder if that has to do mostly with the fact that the NBA has gone much smaller, much quicker, you know, shooting the three. That's why I think the JV thing is he's going to be really good this year. I feel it. And, I, you know, I waited all last year for him to get good on my fantasy team. And guess yeah. what? If I decide to play fantasy again... Yeah. I'll go for him again. Yeah, well, under a different coach, I think he's going to blossom. Oh, um, so. And as to your point with the center's the center position evolving so drastically over the past, what, three, four, five seasons. Seriously. Remember a guy named Roy Hibbert, <laughs> who was like an amazing center, like traditional style center. And he's not that old. Like he had great talent for a center and he's out of the league now. Just because the way the game has evolved over the last few years. So, that goes to your point. Um, but with JV, yeah. This is a good thing that he added the three-point uh, shot to his game. It makes him a, a much bigger threat. But we can still go small with Ibaka. I, I think that the, the Raptors, like, their roster is really versatile now. They're, oh man, I can't wait till the season starts. Which just reminds me, do you know when the home opener is? When's game one? Well, um, see, we're not sure if it's game one yet or not, but they did release um, a partial schedule. Um, I think it was Boston at home. Okay, on, okay. If I recall correctly, that's October the 21st. Right. And the very next day, they play in Washington. So back to back, right back off the to top back. of the season. Pretty much. Maybe that's there, not a bad. There may thing. be the things that the, the the whole schedule hasn't been released. So there may be an actual opening game before that because the season starts four days a before. Early. Yeah, yeah. Before that first game or that Boston game is scheduled, so there's possibly a there's game. probably one game before yes. that, maybe yeah. away or so. I uh, away or something as well. Yeah. Uh, either way, more importantly, and I. As much as the home opener is always important. More importantly, the Christmas game. I just, I I have to bring this up because it's gotten to a point now where it's a joke, man. And it's offensive. Well, I mean, for me, it's not as important because I wasn't expecting it. I, of course, I would have loved for it to I'm happen. I'm not expecting but anything realistically, from the NBA at this Yeah, point. realistically, Nothing. I was not expecting it. People were asking me over the past couple weeks, oh, do you think you know now that the Kawhi DeMar trade has gone down? Are the Raptors and Spurs going to be playing in, on Christmas? I'm like, nah. This is the NBA you were talking about. The NBA, that's how they do us. I mean, at this point, I don't even know if I call it doing us dirty or whatever but that's just okay this Dude, can you do me a favor pull up the name the, the games that are on christmas day at the end of the day when i look at this whole situation i can't help but be offended as a raptor fan the truth be told the the oh, hold on look i'm actually getting it now hold on i'll tell you right oh i don't know this isn't it here 
the the at the end of the day, it's every year the Raptors get screwed on Christmas Day. And I say this because the NBA is supposed to be about promotion and it's supposed to be about you know expanding the game globally and otherwise. And Toronto is the only team in Canada. It's Canada's team, not just Toronto's team. It's Canada's team. And if that's the case, whenever you put, you know, a Canada game or Toronto game on a national broadcast, Canada watches it. So yeah, maybe the hold on, maybe the numbers aren't as good as some of the other markets. I get that. But why wouldn't you want to touch the whole country? It makes no sense to me. So now, now, do you know what the teams they're, are? Tell me what the teams well, are. Well, before that, they're not as concerned about Canada. They're more concerned about, you know, the United States market and the commercial dollars that come along with it, which is an unfortunate stance for the league to take because there's a whole international market there which the Raptors cater to, not to mention Canada itself. Well, since we're Raptors fans and we represent fans in, in you know, for Trapped, I want to start some kind of, you know, something to, to protest the fact that we get fucked every yeah, year. 17 seasons in a row now the Raptors haven't played on Christmas. I'm, also, I'm pretty sure pretty much every other team has played at least once in that time, but, you know. I'm also talking about, you know, calls in the playoffs and, and just how we seem to even, like, I don't know. Charles Barkley made comments on how he got screwed last year. And he has not, like, what does he have to gain from saying that stuff? Yeah. Nothing. We do, sure, but he doesn't. Yeah, of course. That's that's just a reality. We get that extra chip on our shoulder. But as for the games, um, yeah. so let me start with the obvious ones and work on my way back. So the most obvious one is Lakers versus Warriors, which that's everyone fine. saw that coming. I, I'm fine with that, right? Yeah. You too, no? Yeah. They're for both sure. like the Golden State, obviously the best team. L.A. with LeBron, good storyline. They're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Sixers at Celtics. Which is also good, you know. You could see that game happening. Definitely a lot of uh, well, Eastern Conference well, rivals. That's so. because they're the second and third best team in the Eastern Conference now. Yeah. You notice I said second and yeah, third I, best team, I right? I caught to that. Then we have uh, OKC at Houston. So that's again two, two two playoff two, teams. Yeah. A team that took you know Golden State to Game Seven. Yeah. Ma- two top four teams in the West. Makes sense, much. right? And then we have the uh, Blazers at Jazz, which is all right. All right, hey, game. I, I, we were talking off, you know, off air, and you told me that you know, about what the actual, you know, yeah, watch, the, the the most the the most ratings, watched, yeah, the amount know, of ratings that they teams. got per per game per nationally televised game. And I'll be honest, in the U- U.S., Utah shocked me. Because it's such a small market. But you know what? They're a good little gritty team with a great, you know, young guard. Yeah. I, I understand it. And Portland, you know, they're perennial Washington. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're still in the, the playoffs. I I can even justify this one. Yeah. What about the last one? So, the last one is the one that really perturbs me. It is the Milwaukee Bucks. The... Milwaukee Bucks, what, six seed, seven seed, eight seed, versus the not even made the playoffs New York Knicks. 
Okay. This is where I just can't take it. How do you not put Toronto and San Antonio on Christmas Day after all the drama that's gone on in the offseason with the story with DeRozan, with, with Kawhi, with Danny Green, with USA Basketball and Kawhi not showing up. There's so many storylines. Why the hell do you put New York, a team that can't even close to make the playoffs and haven't, what, in five, six years? Who's their best player? Porzingis, right? Yeah. Would you agree with that? For sure. Easily, without a doubt. How much y'all make a bet he leaves in two years? It's very possible. That I mean, team fucking not, sucks. Not to mention, Sorry not about to the mention language, Milwaukee. But it's, it makes me really angry because we continue to get screwed. Yeah, not to mention Milwaukee. If they don't do something real quick, I could see Giannis bouncing out of that situation too. So. Could you imagine? We retain Kawhi and have enough money to go after Giannis. I'm sold. Where Watch do I sign? Watch it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I digress, even though I can dream. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can dream, and that's what it's about, you know? Um, Let's talk, lastly, um, about Lloyd, which Jordan I, Lloyd. I remembered his name, but Jordan it took Lloyd. me about four times to take a look because I had no idea who this guy was. Yeah, so this was the latest, the actual latest signing the Raptors made to fill out their roster spots. Uh, Jordan Lloyd, who played last season overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his scoring numbers, but he had high numbers in like the high teens or something like that. He seemed like um, he was a, a good role player. Yeah, he's played in the G League as well, and um, he, he played well there. He was actually part of the Raptors' summer uh, roster for the summer league. So is he, is he going to be a... Is well, he going to be a guy that we can like maybe look forward towards? Well, Something like a, a Fred Van Vliet? Or, he know? has a two-way contract, so he'll be splitting time between the big squad and uh, Raptors 905. Obviously, the lion's share on uh, Raptors that, 905. That, especially that position is... Yeah. Is, so, I mean, I don't really see him making too much of an impact this season unless... A, I don't really want to say it, but injuries. Hmm. Or B, he just completely tears up the G League. But realistically, on a team that is projected to be number one in the East, I don't see him making too much of an impact. But obviously, they see something special in him if they're offering him two-way contract. Uh, you know, they've been right so far in a bunch of those. So I, I don't, you know, I trust Masai. When I when I look at social media and stuff, and people complain about Masai. Well, you know, you look at a $2.2 million Greg Monroe. You got Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green in the offseason. If you if you knock what Masai's done, you don't understand basketball. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people are emotionally invested with the DeMar DeRozan thing. If you take the emotions I'm out of it and look at it. I'm emotionally in the middle of it, too. I love the guy. But yeah. that doesn't mean I'm not a Raptor fan. Right, of course. But, you know, see, people... People, some people are more jaded by emotions than others, you know. So, That's fair. Like if you on. look at it, it's I'm sports, saying, man. yeah, I'm saying if you look at it, if you take all the emotions out of it and you look at it like as for what it is, then Masai's done a masterful job this summer on paper at least 
with what he's done with the squad. He took a squad that was already tops to the East, and he's made it even better. And, you know, a lot of people may look to the Dwayne Casey thing as maybe not a good move, but you'll see. Yeah. It's the right think, move. It I might not it be a time. great move, but it was the right move. I think it was time. I think it was I think it was a great move as it's not a knock on Casey. Don't, no, get, no, no, don't no. get it wrong. Like no, no, no. Casey's a great coach, but for the situation that the Raptors had, and remember they've tried this over and over again for five years. Yeah. So yeah. at this point you can analyze and see what the you know, recurring issues are. Absolutely. And uh, there were situ- there were issues with the system. Yep. So, therefore, they had to change the system, at least tweak the system. So, you know, with that being said, that was, you know, those moves were, were warranted. Um, just one last thing before we get out of here. Make sure to go check out the Dearly Demarted mix that we, uh, we spent, you know, a few weeks on because we wanted to highlight and and thank and tribute DeMar DeRozan. I love yeah. DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. You know, it, I just think that the Raptors are better off. So go check out that mix. I think yeah. it's dope, personally. Yeah. Check out the mix. We also have um, playlists on Spotify, Tidal, and on YouTube uh, of the same songs that are in the mix. Uh, you can check out Trapsis95.com. Also, uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, at TRAPD95. You're going to find that playlist on the the front page of the website. Also on our tweets and uh, Instagram posts. It's also on my my website, illicitsound.com. Make sure you, you you get involved with the polls and the stuff that we have going because... It, this show and this podcast and this website is dedicated to y'all. So, the more you're involved, the easier our life becomes. So, thanks very much. And speaking of the Raptors evolving and you being involved, we are actually evolving. So, you'll be seeing some major changes coming in the next couple of weeks. So, keep tuned. Follow us on all uh, social media. And, all of, them. of course, subscribe to this podcast yeah and we're gonna keep you informed on everything all right all right with that being said you know what it is trap since 95 for fans for better for worse forever peace all right peace yeah